Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this morning we're going to do like we've often done during this time. We'll start with a question or a prompt to kind of get the wheels turning. And one of the reasons to do that is so that, especially as we're gathered here and gathered online watching live stream, is that we are kind of doing more than just simply being passive. We're engaging with the text, engaging with the message. So here's the prompt for you today, kind of following through our same theme we have from last week and, and then also next week, thanks and giving. The prompt is this, with one word, describe thanksgiving. With one word, just one word to describe Thanksgiving. I'm going to give you a few ideas to kind of get your wheels rolling here a little bit. And i got some images with, with mine. So here's the first one. Football. I mean, this is Nebraska, right? So when you think of Thanksgiving, you might think of football. Whether that is the after, I'm stuffed to the brim, overflowing with stuff, Thanksgiving football game at home with those who are young and those who are not so young. That's a nice way to put it, right? Uh, and everybody in between, you know, playing a game of family football. Maybe it gets a little competitive, you know, you let the little kids make the touchdown, they get excited. Or maybe it's a football game that when you're all gathered on the couch watching the game, you know, eating some pie and being thankful that they can beat each other up as they run into each other and make touchdowns, you get to have more pie. You know, football. Another one, here's another image for you. This image here is just, a, this is actually a hyphenated word, by the way. I call this um, turkey baby. Turkey baby, you know those kind of cute things you can do for Thanksgiving? All the decor, you know, the decorations you might have. You know, I have a, I've got a, actually a turkey hat that I sometimes wear on Thanksgiving Day. My family kind of rolls their eyes and looks at me, you know. But it's got the legs dangle down here and, and the head and the little neck goes out like that, kind of folds over, and I'm carving the turkey or the turkey hat. You know, turkey, turkey decor, decorations, turkey baby. Maybe this image here brings to mind a few of those words. Again, make sure you jot some of those down. I love to look at these afterwards because usually I can't watch this live and see kind of the things that you might put down there. One word, you know, to describe Thanksgiving. Food. Okay, that's kind of obvious, isn't it? Food. I mean, that's what we kind of gather for, whether it's turkey or ham, you know, whether it's roasted turkey, fried turkey, smoked turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy, sweet potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce, it's Nebraska, so you've got to have green bean casserole. That's also a hyphenated word, so I can make it just one word. Um, you know, what else is there that you can add for the food? My goodness, I don't know what you have at your home. Maybe you type it in there, the one word. I love cranberry orange relish. That is a hyphenated word. It has to be, because that's what I love. Well, you know, on the other is family, right? That's a one-letter word, family. I mean, part of this is gathering as family. I know this year, for all of us, it's likely going to be at least a little bit different. But gathering as family, sometimes family coming from all different ends uh, of the state or even the nation to celebrate a day of giving thanks. Also with family, it also means that sometimes because you're gathering with people you don't see all the time and people you don't live with, that there is feuds, you know, like fighting. Anyone ever have a little family fighting and feuds when you get together and like during the holidays with some of those folks you don't see all the time, especially if they, you know, think this and you think that, and sometimes you clash together. Maybe that's the one of the, you know, um, blessings of not seeing everybody this year is you think, at least I don't have to see them. Of course, maybe they're thinking, at least I don't have to see them. You know, another thing, and you can see here as they're holding hands, of course, is thanks. Giving thanks. It's in the word thanksgiving. Giving thanks to God. 
I got one more for you here just because I had to throw it in there and it made sense to put this in afterwards. Nap, right? I mean, the Thanksgiving nap. That's a big part. It's a great tradition. I don't know how many of you participate in the nap on Thanksgiving Day, you know, whether it's a shorter nap or an all-day-long nap or it's a nap you know, through half the football game. You know, that nap is a great time. Well, our focus this, you know, month is on thanks and giving. And again, it's a difficult time for us to think about giving thanks when there's been so much this year that's been a difficult year. We're going to focus today on the words that, of Paul, 1 Thessalonians, 518. Let's read these words together. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Be thankful in all circumstances, in every situation, no matter what Paul says, be thankful. Give thanks to God, because this is God's will for us, for those of us who belong to Christ Jesus. And you and I, we belong to Jesus Christ. We belong to Jesus by our baptism. We belong to Jesus in faith that we have in him. We are his. He is our savior, and he loves us. He loves you. Be thankful in all circumstances. Now, one thing to highlight here at the very beginning is, because I, I know I've read sometimes in devotions, I've, I've heard other pastors sometimes preach this, and maybe you've thought this before, is, you know, we read this as if it says, be thankful for every circumstance, for every situation. That's not what it says. I don't think any of us are thankful for COVID-19 or thankful that, you know, we've been, you know, locked away in our homes or have been, you know, not out and about like we normally would. But we're thankful in the midst of this, Paul says. This is God's will for us to be thankful. So here's kind of what we're going to hone in on this morning. And this truth here, as we find in this scripture, about being thankful in our situation. Giving God thanks in bad circumstances doesn't always change the circumstance, but it always changes us in the circumstance. Giving God thanks in bad circumstances doesn't always change the circumstance, but it always changes us in the circumstance. It changes us because it takes us from looking at our circumstance to seeing our Savior, to seeing our God in the midst of our circumstances, in the midst of the situation we find ourselves. Now, I, I don't know about you, when you think about this, how many of you have ever had a bad day? You know, one of those days, you're like, oh, this is going to be one of those days. I mean, I, I've had a number of them. One I can think about, though, as I was working on this, was happened about a year ago. It was a Monday morning, and it was Monday morning because that's when the trash goes out in the curb if I didn't put it out on Sunday night, which I hadn't done. And so I had to get up early in the morning. Temperature was about like this, probably a little bit colder. But it was a quick run, you know, grab the garbage can, wheel it out there, put it on the curb, and I'm good to go. So I went out there, you know, shorts, T-shirt, no shoes, because it's a quick run. Go out there, pit it out on the curb, go back into the garage, go to the door handle, and do that kind of like click, click, click. You know what happened? I locked myself out of the house. And is it this time of year? I'm in shorts and T-shirt, no shoes. I'm cold. It's early in the morning. No one else is awake. And my cell phone is sitting on the arm of the couch by my cup of coffee. You can imagine when I started thinking, like, this is not the best way to start the day. I started pounding on the door. Somebody let me in. And finally, someone came to the door like, what are you doing? I said, I locked myself out. My cell phone is over there. I said, I wanted to get inside where it's warm. My cup of coffee was cold by the time I got inside. 
And that was just the beginning of the day. It was just one of those days. You know, and we have those moments in our lives. And sometimes it's more than just a day. And sometimes it's more than just getting locked out of our house. And sometimes it's one thing after another. And you think, how do I give thanks to God in the midst of these moments? And we look at 2020, and, and I think all of us could look at 2020 and say, how do we give God thanks for this year, for these moments that we find ourselves in right now? Well, we look to Jesus. We look to Jesus, I and mean, we look to him literally in the one who shares some of those difficult moments with us. When he was faced with a difficult moment in his life, what does Jesus do? He gives thanks. And so we step into the upper room, as we call that. Jesus is gathered there with his disciples. This is Luke 22. And he is, within hours, going to be betrayed by a close friend, by Judas, with that kiss. And he's going to be arrested. And and then hours after that, he'll be beaten and then crucified on the cross for you and for me. And yet this is what Jesus does. Let's take a look and let's read this together. Luke 22, 19. And he took bread gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. He took the bread and he did what? He gave thanks. He gave thanks to God knowing what was about to unfold in his life. He gave thanks to God even as he said, you know, take and eat. This is my body broken for you. This is my blood poured out for you. That word thanks that he uses here is the same root word that Paul uses. In First Thessalonians, the root word is erisko, it's a Greek word. It's where we also, because today we celebrate the Lord's Supper, communion, we sometimes also call this the Eucharist. He gives thanks. Even though he's about to be betrayed, even though he's about to be beaten brutally, even though he's about to suffer and die, he gives thanks. So we see one, and what he is enduring and gives thanks, it shows us that we too give thanks to a God, to our Father who is with us and loves us. It also reminds us that we give thanks because we have a Savior who did suffer and die for us and gives us so many promises in the life that he lived and the death that he gave or gave for us and the life he now lives as a risen Savior. So here's a number of things for us to look at as we talk about this. First of all, we have a Savior who understands what we are going through. Hebrews tells us that. That there's no sin, no struggle that our God does not understand in Jesus. He understands our situation and our circumstances. The other is that God is always with us. I mean, I just put a few of the passages up there, but this is something God reminds his people often. I am with you always. I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. Right now, what you're going through right now, God says, what we're going through right now as a world, as a nation, as a community, as a church, in our households, in our families, God is with you. And for this, we give him thanks. And the other is that God has this amazing love for us. God's love for us is an everlasting love. God's love for us is an everlasting love. His love His faithfulness, just like we sang in the opening song, endures forever. It will never run out. He'll never leave us or abandon us. His love will cease through all things. And Paul says there in Romans, there's nothing that can separate us 
from God's love. There's no situation, no circumstance that we are going through that can separate us from God's amazing love for us and Jesus. Giving thanks to God may not change our circumstance, but it changes us in the midst of that circumstance. So we give thanks to God. You know, we're going to put a challenge before you like we often do with our, our sermons. And the same challenge that we had last week, we're going to keep the same challenge this week. And the challenge is this. Every day from now until the end of the year, find one thing you are thankful for. Every day from now until the end of the year, find one thing you are thankful for. I don't know how many of you did that this last week. I missed a day. I also had a day where I'm thinking, I'm not sure what I'm thankful for. Because it was just kind of a meh day. But it's harder when I've told you that you have to do it. Then I thought, well, I really got to think about this and think of what I can be thankful for. And, you know, actually one of the things I came thankful for was Tim. You know, most of you know Tim. And just said, yeah, I'm thankful for Tim. And, and, and just to say, there's, you know, there's things to be thankful for in our lives. And not only that, that, how do we express that thank and that gratitude to God? You know, we, we thank and we express that gratitude in, in the way we live our lives. We express that gratitude as we did this morning. We lift up our voices in songs of praise to him. That we lift our voices up in prayer to him. That we, we talk about like time, talent, and treasure. And of course, it's a little bit more challenging in COVID. But, you know, with our time, the time that we give to our God, the gift that he gives to us of time, the time that we thank him with our experiences and our talents and our, our passions that we have, that we bless others with. And then also our financial gifts. The gifts we give, we don't give them to buy God's love or to buy his presence or to hopefully make our lives better. We give those financial gifts, you know, those offerings because we want to say thank you, God for the blessings you give me, the small ones and the big ones. Thank you for always being with me. Thank you for always, always loving me in Jesus. Every day until the end of this year, and it's been a difficult and unusual year, find one thing you are thankful for. Give thanks in the circumstances we are in to the God who loves us, the God who is with us. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks for your faithfulness, for your love, for your presence, for being with us always. Help us to always be thankful. Help us to find, even in the most difficult times, the blessings that you give to us in Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.